best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. Making noise and stuff. Working nine to five. Just making a little podcast. Yeah. We'd like to call it best friend hood. It's enough to make your heart explode if you let it. <laughs> okay. I was going to pivot, but I won't. Pivot? To... This isn't a basketball game. Who? This isn't a cornfield. Oh, I know what those are. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, friends. I didn't realize we were recording. Hello! Hello! That's Jake. And that's Melissa. And this is, is Best Friendhood. Well done. Nailed it. You sure did. Very proud of you, Brotato. Very proud of you, Miss oh. Tato. Wait, Sis-Tato? No, that doesn't work. It's okay. You, <clears throat> you'll have another week to figure it out. Thank goodness. Yeah. <sighs> But you know what'll happen in one week, Jacob? I'll completely forget about that. That is a possibility. Sunlight will be even shorter. The days continue to shrink the days of our lives. The sunlight of our lives. That's even more depressing. Well, it's kind of what we're talking about today. It is. (laughs) When we were upstairs sitting on the sofa... uh, You know, we just kind of, we have these lists and then we list them off to each other every week. And I go, I don't really want any of those. So uh, that's where this one came from is me going, hey, Jake, what if we talk about like, you know, it's already dark outside. It's like depressing and stuff. And I forgot how you said it, but you gasped. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? I do remember gasping, but now I can't remember what I said. Uh, And you went, keep going with this? And I I said, well, like, the days are shorter and the weather gets colder and the opportunity to, like, hang out with your friends and stuff. It's just harder because winter is hard. Do you remember what you said after that? Something along the lines of, is this where we finally talk about how you might have seasonal affected disorder? That is what I said. <laughs> yeah. That was my big gasp. As you had started giving that intro to your idea, I threw my phone across the room. It exploded into a million pieces. <laughs> and I just gasped and went, <gasps> keep going. Part of that is true. You take a guess. Uh, Yeah. Take a wild guess. It's definitely the gasp part. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I and, and then I remember telling you, this is the one episode where it's going to be totally fine if you therapize me, which I will not. Mostly, okay. Well, it would be a smidge unethical. I won't therapize you. This isn't a therapy session, mm. but I'll give you some feedback and maybe some ideas. That's fair because there is a there's a delineation there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okie doke. Therapy so, Jake is very different from real world Jake. Understandably so, I would have think. Have to be. Have to be. Yeah. So that's kind of where our where we're landing for this week. It's because it's getting to that time of year that I truly, truly dislike. You know, some people love fall 
And I think it's kind of like, it's an okay season. Autumn is an okay season. Because, yeah, it's not ungodly hot outside. And yes, the leaves are beautiful. But the days get shorter. Excuse me. Sunlight gets less. It does continue to get colder. And everything is just dead and brown and cold. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Because then we're living six months, six more months of just being cold and dark and quiet. And I truly, like, mm, I become a hibernating bear. I love to eat all of the things that I shouldn't eat and go to bed at 8 p.m. because it's been dark for three hours already. And then you wake up and it's dark. And then it's cold. And then you can't go outside. You can, but you're going to freeze your titties off. (laughs) So anyway, this is me, obviously. Yeah, I become a somewhat of a grumpy goose. And then there's me. Who thrives in it? Because he loves to have a hot mug in his hand and sit in his chair with his warm kitten on his lap reading a nice book. With a soccer mom cardigan and a shawl (laughs) and a granny sweater. And I'm basically living my Mr. Rogers best life. (laughs) All of the sweaters, all of the time. 73 cardigans, 62 uh, shawls. Three dusters, a pair of slippers, 18 flavors of tea. I'm a grandmother. And I have four steadfast hoodies that are always in rotation. (laughs) (laughs) I love autumn. I love the crisp, brisk, cool air. I love the pumpkins and the pumpkin carving. And we went to my very first pumpkin patch a few weeks ago. That was so dear to share with you. It was so much fun. I am so grateful that we did that. That was a blast. And I just, I just love fall. I love scary movies before Halloween. I love Thanksgiving. I love all of the Thanksgiving music, the Thanksgiving food. Okay, yeah, because you wholeheartedly said Thanksgiving music, and I went, I know of only one. (laughs) 99% (laughs) of it comes from Bob's Burgers. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Now I feel like a bad fan. (laughs) I love their Thanksgiving music. I'm pretty sure I got disinvited from family Thanksgivings because I wouldn't stop singing. Kill the turkey. (laughs) (laughs) That one. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mashed potatoes. Um. So speaking of Thanksgiving, when this episode drops, we're going to be about a week and a half away from Thanksgiving, which feels like a really good time to talk about this because Mm -hmm. of all the reasons that you listed that you hate about fall, autumn, and winter. That winter, most definitely. And I would, I do want to put like a little precursor in there. Like I do love, like for my family, it's Thanksmas. It's my favorite holiday. And like that time brings me so much joy. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I don't enjoy like the holidays that come with uh, change of the seasons, but the change of the seasons is certainly something I don't enjoy. I don't think anyone would have. Oh, gosh. Can I also reframe that? 
I do enjoy having all four seasons. Yeah. I just don't like that one of them is six months long. (laughs) (laughs) Where we live, it is a slog to get from summer back to spring. And it's not even a slog that you can ride a sled down all the time because sometimes sometimes it's it's just just wet and muddy. And icy. Yep. It's a death slog then. Sorry to interrupt you three times. It's fine. That's not even, it's okay. It's fine. I was trying not to burp into the microphone. Oh, really? Okay, that makes me feel slightly better. I'm like, I don't believe I've ever gotten a, it's fine. That's why that was so short, because I went, "Uh uh-oh, I opened my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, speaking of the difficulties that can kind of come during this part of the year, Mm -hmm. and not just because of... The holidays and how they can be difficult for some people, mm-hmm. but also beyond that, when it's just kind of blase, you know, the days, well, I don't think it's fair for this portion of it to come from me because I'm obviously biased and heavily skewed, <laughs> but um, maybe before we get into that kind of stuff, you had brought up a really solid side idea talking about how the pandemic kind of put us in that same sequesteredness Mm -hmm. for a year and a half yeah yeah ongoing at the time of this recording still please get vaccinated be part of the solution not part of the problem yep yeah so for my thoughts on the pandemic is that a year ago, getting ready, yeah, a year ago, getting ready for the holidays and realizing, oh no, I don't feel safe. I don't believe it's safe. Our COVID numbers were spiking and, you know, air travel had resumed, but I did not feel comfortable going to my parents and they live way too far away to drive. Even driving, you would have to make pit stops. Right. It's unavoidable. And so I remember a year ago thinking, okay, we're just gonna like stay, I'm gonna stay in my bubble, which was you and your husband. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. And we did Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and we cooked and we made so much food and we had a great time. I have no regrets of how I spent the holidays of 2020. To rewind a little bit of how we got to that point, we had a conversation in the beginning of May of 2020. So two months into the pandemic really affecting our area because we... Yeah, because March was it. Right. It really started affecting... Like, obviously, it was affecting us as a country Mm -hmm. well before then. But for our geographical location, we had sort of been sheltered from it until about mid-March. And... Mandates. Mandates, yes, mandates. I'm sure that people already had it. Oh, of course. Yes, definitely. But in terms of mandates, lockdown, that whole rigmarole experience, we hadn't seen each other for two and a half months. And then the weekend of what would have been my graduation from my graduate degree from my master's program was the first time that we had seen each other in person. Yeah. And we did a sweet photo shoot. I had already received my 
cap and gown and was like, I'm gonna get something out of this. Like I paid money for it. I'm not gonna just not use it. And you so kindly and eagerly agreed to meet me on campus and take some fun pictures outside. And it was so good to see you in person. I cried as I was walking home that day because I just missed being with you in person so much. And I think it was later that same day that you, or maybe it was your husband, one of you guys texted me and said, hey, we've set up some lawn chairs in the backyard if you oh, want to come Oh, that was over. me. <laughs> that was you. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you'd set up some lawn chairs really, really far apart, like a solid 12 feet apart in the backyard and said, hey, the, the back gate is open. Just come on over. And, and I didn't know if you were going to say yes. I didn't either. I really considered it because I didn't want to risk exposing either of you two because of where I was working at the time. Yeah, we were masking, but well before vaccines, well before really any solid understanding. And I did not want to bring that over to you guys. Of course, I said yes. And then we had a conversation about, okay, here we are, beginning of summer. Can we get through this summer? Because back then we all thought it would only last through the summer, maybe. Mm, That's what we were proffered. That's what we were told, that if people did the right thing and isolated and quarantined. Isn't that the magical statement? If they did the right thing. If people do the right thing. Oh. (sighs) And, but we had a conversation about becoming each other's bubble. And essentially... I believe you two were both working almost exclusively from home, or if you weren't working from home, your contact with other people at work was minimal. Correct. Yeah. I was sequestered to one room in the building, and we were all on two to four hour segments that we were allowed into the building. That's right. Yes. And myself and only two other coworkers, we were the only three that did not get or were directly exposed to covid Mm -hmm. so we were the only three that showed up for that entire time Mm -hmm. every single day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. still a little salty about it but hey don't blame you so as the summer went on we were doing our thing we were having our back patio conversations and then we reached this time of year where it started getting cold and autumn came (laughs) i already feel hate in my chest i see it happening (laughs) your face just Just shifted dropped but autumn came of 2020 and we started having conversations i started having conversations with both sets of my parents and saying y'all are at risk i'm in my early 30s you guys are not correct i will not risk exposing you and I think somehow between the three of us, we decided, the three of us being you, me, and your husband, that we were just going to do the holidays at your house. Mm -hmm. And it was magnificent. It enlivened me. It brought me so much comfort and joy and peace to be with two of my favorite people. And it also, in hindsight, reminded me of how important those traditions are, regardless of your religion, whether you're Christian or if you're Jewish or... Muslim, so many major religions have holidays in the winter that especially feature things like connection mm-hmm. and light. Now, I'm by no means a religious expert, so I apologize if I'm getting that a little bit wrong, but I, I hope and believe that I've read enough to understand that I think I'm on the right track. When we don't have the ability to connect with each other through those traditions, through those generational um experiences that we just do every year that we know we're going to get to reconnect and refill those cups it's devastating 
Yes. And when people are already suffering from seasonal affective disorder because of the shorter days, because you wake up at it's seven dark. and you go to work and it's dark and then you leave work at six and it's still dark, that's a drain on you mentally. The only way to survive, in my opinion, in my experience, is through connection, through maintaining your familial connections, your friendships, and in the era of COVID, for me, that has been my friendships because my family and I have been relegated to FaceTime and phone calls, and it's just not the same. And thank goodness, this is like a long run-on sentence, I keep saying and, thank goodness that I have such amazing connections with my friends that even when it's not prudent, I'm still able to spend those times and get through that dreary, cold slog with love in my heart and the warmth that attends that. Kind of like three things. Right off the bat, something that I'm not sure if you remember or not, but when husband and I were talking about what we were going to do for the holidays, he was the one that went, well, Jake's not going to spend it alone, so he's coming over. I don't remember that at all. Yep. Yeah. He said that. I'm getting a little teary-eyed. I know. Every once in a while, surprises from that one. (laughs) The second one that I was thinking about is... It's kind of off topic, uh, not off topic, but definitely like a, let's go. Okay. Is it's not only those traditions and like, if you aren't participating in those traditions and filling your cup there, I think those times of year can also be difficult because there are people who are seeing that everywhere, you know, on social media, on commercials and whatever. Mm Mm-hmm you know, devices that you're watching, be it TV or streaming or whatnot. It's like a FOMO. Oh my God, yeah. Because everybody else is living this beautiful emotional time of year and you don't have that connection. Mm -hmm. And then you almost sink into something deeper. So I believe that, you know, when people choose to get together for Friendsgiving Mm -hmm. or something akin to that, that helps because maybe your family was a shit bucket. And so this is a way that you can participate in this tradition. (laughs) And be included and feel that connection. And have a positive connotation with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wrote down, actually, an idea for a follow-up episode to this one. Okay. I'm just going to read you what I wrote. Yeah. Episode part two idea, getting through the holidays without a family or without Mm. a chosen family. Ooh. Heavy topic, I know, but I think it's worth touching. I think it's worth discussing because there have been many years in my life where for one reason or another, I haven't been able to be with my family and didn't have friends that I could spend the holidays with. So what do you do in those moments? I, I would like to, whether it's this episode or another, maybe offer some comfort, solace, ideas to people that may be in similar situations where they don't have those connections readily available the way I have been fortunate to have for the last several years. Thank you for bringing that up because you just sparked a big and beautiful idea. I'm not going to say it right now, but it's something that we're going to discuss at break. I want to see if you might be down for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, the third thing that had struck my brain is... It's actually going to take us away from like that holiday aspect. Okay. Because earlier you, and I forget in what part of the 
statements, you said it, but you had mentioned, you know, you wake up in the morning and it's dark and then you go to work and then you leave work and it's dark. And when you were saying that, I was feeling it because I'm dreading when that actually happens. And I kind of wanted, first of all, I want to share this with you that I fully restrained myself from yelling out during your sentence because there's so many emotions that happened within me when you were speaking those words. (laughs) And I went, write it down, Melissa, write it down. So I did. And what I wrote down... (laughs) Little bullet bullet point. How I feel when it's dark in the morning and dark when I leave work. I feel an existential dread of like, what am I even doing? Mm. The only, because I thrive in the sunshine, truly. And even during the summertime, once the sun goes down, or even spring, you know, whatever. When the sun goes down, sometimes... I'll feel like I haven't done enough in the day or like, oh, the day is ending. I need to do all the things and stuff now or whatever was on my list of the day I need to conquer it, which is not always true. So in wintertime, when the I wake up and it's dark and then I'm working and shoved inside part of my day with without even a window to see any of the sunshine that does exist during the day. Mm-hmm. And then I leave work. And it's dark again. None of that. I don't get any of that recharge. I don't get any of the feeling of accomplishment because I've not been out in the day. So I do recognize that. And I it truly does make me feel like a vacuum of, like an empty vacuum, not like a vacuum, like, a, like an empty vacuum <laughs> of sorts. But I will say the one thing that I do love to do even in wintertime, as I will pack on, I have a very large head and I will find whatever hat fits me that day. If it can go over my extraordinary large bun, we're wearing it. And I will look like a deformed Notre Dame duckling. Hunchback of Notre Dame, but a duckling because it'll be furry and okay. Picture that. Hey, if you are good at fan art, please feel free to draw that. (laughs) Um... But I will go and I will stand out in the moon. I'll find her and I'm going to go stand in that moonshine. We have done that many, many nights over the last several winters where... It's the only thing that helps bring me balance. Yeah, to just look at that light and know... Stand okay, in it. It's, it's not quite the sun, but it, there's something beautiful, natural, and recharging about it. So is it like 0.5 vitamin D? I don't know. I've actually never read anything about that. It's never occurred to me. If it's just the reflection from the sun. If it's a reflection of the sun and a reflection, therefore, of the sun's light, shouldn't vampires be at least sunburned by the moon? They should be tan all of the time. Right. Like, okay, so it's not direct sunlight. It's not killing you. Correct. Burning you to ashes. But if it affects you that hard, your skin... Something from the moon is going to affect you. I agree. I agree. Actually, I'm not sorry for the digression. This is also a vampire podcast, as we established early on. A little garlic with that olive tone skin. Ooh. (laughs) I don't know. That's... I loved it. Okay, good. Uh, so those were the things that I had. And I guess I'm not really sure because I I feel like I'm so in my head for this episode. Like I almost mm-hmm. feel... Disconnected? Slightly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also I, like I'm having this feeling of being unhelpful in this conversation. Besides, really? just I feel like I'm being whiny. So I'm I'm kind of like I'm leaning on you a lot to try to mm-hmm. carry or move things forward a little bit because I'm mm. not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, You're kind of stuck in just. I'm, it, it's not a great time of year for you. No, and I'm dreading it because when we're recording it, we're on the cusp of said time. Yeah. At it's the time, literally, it's, what is it? Friday, Saturday. Three days, two, well, two days before Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we've had horrendous winds mm-hmm. that have blown most of the leaves after the trees. So whatever was pretty. Is gone. She's now, that prom dress is now next to the dumpster down the alley. Oh, yeah. I, I actually watched a full prom dress blow down an alley today. For real? No. Oh, I was like, where? How funny? It was actually just a trash can that was empty, but same thing. I thought it was a bird, but it was just a paper bag. Hungers. But I want them so. You know? I love that song so okay. much. <laughs> I, wasn't was, gonna, I wasn't going to harmonize or anything. It Come was on. either Fiona Apple or like that quote from American Beauty where he's filming that plastic bag whirling in the wind. Sorry, me, movie <laughs> reference to you. I should be better. Listener, I just went, Dumb. I just sh- gently shrugged and you, shook my head. Here's what you did. You <laughs> sucked your lips in into a grin and sh- shrugged your shoulders and shook no. I That's have no what idea did. what you're talking about. <laughs> Let me turn us back. So I, I feel that from you, that you're Thank looking you. at me for... Not guidance necessarily, but... I'm waiting for you to kick it off. <laughs> kick what off, though? I, that My... was me making a bad joke to a reference from oh, yeah. earlier podcasts. Because you're like, why you do I say that? Kick it back over to you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but no, I really... Because when I proffered this idea, I felt like I had more of a concrete understanding of where I wanted or how this would mold itself or how we mm-hmm. would find a way to mold it into a podcast. But now that we're in it and, I, and I'm and i in it. It feels like we're grasping at straws. For, for me, it does. And I think that you, well, I believe that you might have a, maybe I should just straight up ask you, do you have some talking points that you think he just nodded? Yes, this is what I... I'm sweating over here. Wait I was going like, to Are you going to help me? I need help, please. Yeah. So if you can help guide this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Toot toot. Take the engineer's seat, please. Okay. <laughs> I would be grateful because I would love to still be here and give um, commentary and, and talk about these things because obviously they matter to me because I'm in my, inside of my own head about it mm-hmm. right now. So I'm not sure where to begin. Well, so, we already started. Since we aren't sure where to begin, and oh, I've just that was just a that was just my way to kick it off. Well, because we're thirty four minutes in already. We're thirty four minutes in, boo. Oh, I guess I should probably. We've start just been BSing around. We've been lollygagging. We've been. Isn't that how it? this goes? Well, I mean, uh, of course it is. Beating around. Beating around the bush. Yeah. But it doesn't have any leaves, so why would you beat around it? You could just shove a stick straight in there. <laughs> like, you can see right to it. Just whack. Whack. Okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe this is a good time to take a break. And it was then... also me telling you that I would like to take a break. Yes, I picked up on that. Thank you. Um, yeah, let's take a break. And then when we come back from the break, I, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely... Help guide this a little bit better? 
or uh, please help Am I not this. doing a good enough job? No, you certainly are. But I feel why I said that is because I don't feel like I'm doing a good job being a helper in that. Well, because part of what I think started this conversation is that you're asking for help. How can you be a helper when you're the one asking for that help? So yeah, when we come back, I will, we will address the realities of seasonal affective disorder, what that looks like, how it affects how it is affected by friendship and connection mm-hmm. and i can just lay Those on some great. thank you therapy-esque ideas to help you get through it because this podcast does not replace mental health treatment correct mundo disclaimer i have to put out there i can offer my insight it's up to you if you really need help though please seek it it's out there yeah and thank you for bringing some of those um just gentle Mm-hmm. rundowns because that's helping my brain get some thinking and some topics and some ideas started so thank you for sharing those i feel a little bit better and more prepared a little bit less sweaty no that just kind of happens <sighs> we also have some incredibly bright lights on right now well we just made that really cool video we show sure did oh wait i mean they've already seen it Oh, yeah, that was a few weeks ago. But we still made it the same time. We show did. Show did. It's the video about our... Thousandth-ish listen. Over 1,000 listens we've I had. I wonder how many listens will be at, at this point. Well, do you want to check after our break? No, I meant like by the time this episode drops. Oh, that's fair. Because that's unders? three weeks. No, let's not do that. We're not going to do that. 3,005. Criminy. There's no way. What is that? Three weeks? You don't know. Maybe we'll go viral. I had no... I don't believe that that will happen. (laughs) Well, here's something. As of when we are recording this right now, October 28th, we have 1,071 listens. Mm -hmm. And that was as of 8 p.m. When we come back from break, I'm just going to check it. No? All right. Hey, bye! (laughs) We'll be back, though. Okay, so we've taken a break. We have. Are you feeling refreshed? I, I am. I'm, well, not necessarily refreshed, but um, combobulated. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. <laughs> Do you feel combobulated? Because I know where we left it a, a few minutes ago was that you did not feel mm-hmm. combobulated at all. No, that was it was really weird, especially to be feeling that and being recording it. Because, you know, in our previous episodes, I felt like it was definitely a 50-50 of like, ideas and thought patterns and bringing stuff and so uh yeah this is this is an interesting turn i don't mind it so over the break something if it's okay that i share this you said that your experience of this episode was that you had kind of plopped this idea out and were really looking for me to provide some really solid guidance yeah like i i proffered the idea and you got jazzed about it and i went okay and then I just kind of plopped it on your lap because I don't know what else to do with it. So here I am. Thank you. I have arrived. <laughs> His arrival. <laughs> so the next half of this episode is probably going to be a little bit me heavy. So Fair. if you hate my voice, just turn the volume down or something. Or speed it up. <laughs> or speed it up. Either way, it's all fine. I really hope that this is helpful, though. So I would like to start by saying we've talked around this before but we've never explicitly said it um my profession is mental health i am a mental health counselor i have my master's in counseling and 
that is where a lot of my understanding and knowledge comes from. Yeah. And I think that (laughs) when we were telling people about our podcast before we really got it rolling, that's kind of how I proffered it. I said, he's got the smarts and like the science to back stuff up. And I'm here for fart jokes. (laughs) So so I hope that we're both living up to those expectations that I have set for us. (laughs) I think so. I know you are. You bring to the table so much more than fart jokes, but thank God you've got fart jokes because I don't believe I have jokes. (laughs) Fart jokes, bad puns, silly things. I got you. But yeah, that's something that I actually really truly do love. I love um, because there are moments... I believe in each episode where you kind of delve in and Mm -hmm. you really give a very fantastic descriptive rundown Mm. of certain aspects or certain topics. And it's so helpful. It's, it's saying, well, I'm hoping that people can garner from those moments like, Oh yeah, this guy obviously knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's for real because this has literally been your course of study and your career for years at yes. this point. Yeah. yeah. And I'm always learning more, which is something I love about my pr- profession is I never stop learning things. There's always something new to unearth, to discover. I spend so much money on books and trainings and I just love it. It brings me such satisfaction and fulfillment. And to be able to share that with people in a non-therapeutic setting like this This podcast is a joy for me because I get to, one, be with my best friend and laugh and connect with you in ways that we always do. (laughs) But then I also get to talk about my true passion, like mental health and connection and intimacy and all of those different facets that go into relationships. That are so important, that get so often overlooked or unspoken. Yes, Yes. So I think I think that's where I want this episode to lead is we've we've talked. Yes, it's the perfect episode to have it mm-hmm. involved. I hope we so, didn't yeah. mean for it to lead into this <laughs> disclaimer or this sharing moment. But but I think it's necessary. And I and I'm very grateful that you were finding it as such, because, yeah, I this is the first time where I'm like, I normally I can write down a few things and share them but i really don't uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. at the moment i don't have anything worthwhile so i'm very thankful (laughs) for your knowledge in my world we call and i thought about this when we were taking our break essentially what you asked me for before we paused was conceptualization you were asking me to conceptualize our episode we talked about a number of different things and you were asking me okay please help bring this all together. Please funnel this down. Make it make sense. Correct. I needed a baker for my brain. Nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, best friend. I'm here for you. Thank you. So I I, want to start by repeating the disclaimer that I've already given. Yes, please do. Just, just, I I really want to make sure that people understand that everything I offer here is from my own experience. It comes from my own understanding and it may not fit your unique experience. If you are struggling with with depression or seasonal affective disorder, please do seek a counselor, a therapist, maybe medication with your doctor. I can't be the one 
to say, this is what you need to do to fix this. These things often affect us in so many different ways that listening to one episode of a podcast isn't going to be enough. And I I just want to encourage you that if you haven't already, please do consider looking for some some backup. Because I think, you know, what listening to some great advice in one episode, maybe that can help open up your brain to the possibility or the want in searching out a little bit more because it it awoke uh, a recognizing moment Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah, but this is definitely, this is Jacob and this is Melissa and this is us. This is our little universe and yours is certainly your own. And so any kind of help or thought or big things should certainly come from a professional who can help and customize and make it sure that it is fitting for you and where you are and who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that Beep addition. Boop-a. So with that being said, let's talk about seasonal affective disorder. He just, he just flapped his cardigan. I sure did. Wow, I've never seen counselor mode actual in action. I'm pretty sure my clients have seen me do that and they go, oh no, what is I, what truth is he about to drop? I've seen you do that <laughs> and I didn't recognize it until just right now. I've seen you pull that. Go, go, gadget, counselor. <laughs> go, no, go, cardigan flap. <laughs> counselor mode activated. Yes, there it is. So coming back to... One of the big things that you talked about earlier, Melissa, is that element of sunshine and the loss of sunshine and how that affects you physically, emotionally, mentally, motivationally. We are but plants, my friend. We are plants who can walk around and talk and think in a different way than plants probably do. I don't know if they do or not. Trees talk to each other fungus talks to each other they're connected certainly correct so with the lack of sunshine with the especially in the part of the country country where we live where we again wake up and it's dark and we get ready and it's dark and we go to work and it's dark and then we spend almost all day inside and then we go home and it's dark And also, in the part of the country that we live, you know, springtime, crops are starting. Mm -hmm. Summertime, they are larger than an elephant. Fall, they dry and die. And then harvest happens. And then the ground, wherever you drive, it's just dirt. It's just bare. There's nothing. There are no signs of life. None. Houston. Which is probably best that it's dark, so then I can't just see that. (laughs) Probably. No, I know it's not. So when that happens, um, and many people probably already know this, but what our bodies experience is a reduction of vitamin D. And mm-hmm. vitamin D is very important for a number of systems within our bodies. But in this respect, our moods, our emotional regulation, our, not emotional re- regulation, but our, our mood experience is altered by the shift in accessible vitamin D. When that happens... Often, people kind of inherently, maybe even unconsciously, will withdraw from their friends. When people start feeling depressed, one of the number one things that happens is they begin to withdraw and isolate. For some people, depression presents more as irritability or anger. Hmm. But many people, especially in adults, it's a sort of isolation, withdraw, 
withdrawal that essentially amounts to, I feel low. I don't want to bring this low feeling to others. Onto other people. Heck yes. And a big misconception or a big, what I call the lie of depression is that because you feel low, you are somehow a burden to others. And that's simply not true. Regardless of your circumstances, regardless of what that depression voice may be saying to you right now, you are not a burden. That is important to remember. One thing, I'm rewinding a little bit. I love that we talk and reconnect our humanhood to plant life as well. I like mm-hmm. that we do that in a couple different episodes because plants make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Except for succulents. I kill them a lot. <laughs> I can do <laughs> any other kind. Succulents go succulent. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love that because that makes sense for my brain. You know, they need sunshine. Uh, a healthy one produces fresh air. They root, and when they feel love, they grow. You know, I thank you for bringing that back to mm-hmm. that again. I just really think that's well, beautiful. And isn't that the the basis of connection? You root with another person, and when you feel loved, you grow. You can bloom. Orlando bloom. Mm. Like to see his bloomers. Help. <laughs> He and Katy Perry, are they married? I don't... They have, have a child. What? A child. Anyway. You mean Legolas and the cloud, the Candyland cloud queen? Yeah. Huh. That's not a match I would have expected. I thought he was gay. She heard him roar. Bad, bad joke. Melissa. No more. I recognize it wasn't my best joke. So part of that is what we touched on earlier with the holidays and how some people don't have people to spend the holidays with. With the pandemic, that has obviously altered how we celebrate our holidays and how we reenact, how we engage in those traditions. And really, when it comes to connection and seasonal affective disorder, we've got, you know, the shiny lights of Christmas trees or the menorah. We've got... For Kwanzaa, they also have their candle holder. Yes, there there are so many lights of celebration. That's what you meant by that. Mm -hmm. Clear at the beginning of the episode, I was like, what does he mean? Oh, yeah, I meant Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas. Ah, you know, actually, this is also me just being salty with my my hate of wintertime. People put multicolor lights on their Christmas tree. I'm alienating probably a lot of you. Guess what? I don't like that. Also, the overly bright, on the cool side, white lights... No, 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 no. You need to have that warm, that yellow, soft yellow glow to your quote unquote white Christmas lights. If you're doing that natural white to cool blue white, mm-mm, there is nothing warming and charming about your Christmas strands. There's nothing soothing about that. One of my it beliefs. It looks like an office building. It does. It's like a fluorescent light wrapped around a Christmas tree. I'm about to fluorescent light you up for choosing that one. I kind of wonder if that's why people sometimes keep their Christmas trees up until February. I love watching a movie from November 15th until with the Christmas tree lit up. That's a three-syllable month. We're going to figure it out together, dear listeners. (laughs) Whenever I feel like taking it down. Ah, okay. I love my Christmas tree. I 
I just love the soft glow. It's so warm and comforting and cozy. My family, my dad and my Becky, they uh, have at least eight Christmas trees that will be up before Thanksgiving. And each of them has a theme and each of them has their space and each of them has their aesthetic. You're not the only one, dear heart. My goal in life is to have a Doctor Who themed tree, a Harry Potter themed tree, and then just a general pretty, it's just sparkly and I like it tree. This is a great thing to know because all of your Christmas gifts until you are 85 will be those themed ornaments. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> thank and thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so those lights really like the lighting that's certainly a thing it's so it's so at least for me nostalgic and comforting and cozy but then what happens after new year's day there's pressure to get rid of the christmas tree if it's real you probably actually have to get rid of it if it's artificial there's the expectation that there's only a certain amount of time that you're allotted to keep that up assuming you're an individual who celebrates christmas if it brings you joy keep it up also did you know that there is the possibility there are companies that actually allow this to happen if you want a real christmas tree in your house you don't have to cut down one they actually keep christmas trees in root bundles so that you can have it in your home for the holidays and then you return <gasps> it to the tree farm they can replant Oh my gosh. Let it grow to another size. And then the person who would like that. Has a that bigger house than you do. We'll have that same tree next year. I had no idea that was a thing. Heck Please yeah. go do, do that. Do not be wasteful. Sustainability. That's, That's incredible. I had no idea. Heck yeah. Get the word out, friends. Save those Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. What happens after that, though? January, February, March. It's just cold. It's cold with no socially built holidays. You know, we've got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, like New Year's Eve, all of these things. And then after they're done, it's just a downhill slide until spring actually happens. And if you live in a part of the country that's cold. I mean, if you like Valentine's Day, there is that, but. If you're in a relationship where you feel happy enough to celebrate Valentine's Day and it's not a holiday that annoys you. I mean, there's a lot of caveats that go with Valentine's Day. That could also be said about each and every holiday that was aforementioned as well, though. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I do Galentine's Day. Not Galentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Is that what you said? I just really yelled it. Yeah, that is what I said. Valentine's Day. When I lived in Chicago, I would have all my friends over and we called it Pal in Tine's Day. Because I think only like two of them were gals. I mean, we're all gays, so I think that inherently implies that we're gals. I don't really know. No. Gender is weird and fluid. So when you go through all of that and then there's that sheer drop off from things to look forward to down to, oh, great. Now it's just cold and dark all day, every day until three or four months in the future. Of course, you're going to feel down. Three or four months. Although I will say once February hits, I feel better. Like it's the downhill slide. When is that winter equinox? Or winter solstice. I, I'm asking you like you could pull it out of your brain knowledge right Isn't now. Isn't it in December? No. I wholeheartedly do not believe so. I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. I'm going to get my search engine machine. Winter. Winter. Solstice. Spelling. Yeah, I understand. 
there we are. Okay. Beep, boop, bop, bop. Oh, there's a movie from 2004 called Winter Solstice. Should we watch that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't imagine that it's going to be very great. Oh my gosh. You were wholeheartedly correct. December 21st. Shortest day of the year. Was I right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just found it. December 21st. My glasses don't work that well. How did you, how did you pull that out of? Out of my brain? Out of your. It was in a dusty little corner. There were some cobwebs on it and I just went, this looks right. Is it? Oh, how could it always be on December 21st? Well, isn't the summer solstice always on June or I don't believe it's always a set date because that doesn't make sense with our 365 day calendar with a leap year every four years. Like there's no way that it can always be on the same date. Do you know what I mean? It's always on the same date. How is that? Also, isn't every day like 0.0005? Yeah, that's why we have leap years. (laughs) No, the winter solstice and the summer solstice are always on the 21st, I believe of June and December. Okay. And in June, that's the longest day of the year. In December, it's the shortest. So that's um, probably why in February you start feeling sunshine. hopeful. I don't want to say day because a day is still 24 hours. Okay. The longest amount of sunshine Thank in a you. day. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and then in December, it's... So that's... Uh, um, December 21st. That's a Christmas present to me. Thank you, world. Yeah. That by, by December 25th, the days are getting incrementally... The sunshine in the days. Thank you. Yeah. It's getting incrementally longer. So that's by how I February, think about it. enough time has elapsed that the days are it's noticeably better. longer. It's better. You start feeling a little bit better. Yes. It's so, like there's a spring happening inside of me. A spring awakening? Because the sun is growing, which doo-doo, means... Doo-doo. Yes. Here comes the sun. <laughs> yeah. So how do you think we manage or deal with seasonal effective i'm not great at it on my own um but i do love distractions um so when that is some fun moments that come up hanging out you know even the sports ball is not my favorite thing that can help because at least i can get together with people and eat large amounts of queso oh yeah there's the superb owl every february yeah and that nocturnal carnivorous bird loves cheese and so do i so much in common between you and the superb owl Mm -hmm. i think one idea i had goes back to what you said about how in the evenings when there's no sunshine your motivation to do stuff i literally just take i boil myself like a lobster Mm -hmm. three to four times a week in a hot bath Mm -hmm. i don't know what else to do with myself do all the stuff that you would normally do you can't do it outside, but make a make a schedule. I also don't get naked and sit in a tub outside in the summer, though. <laughs> no, no so, God, no, okay. that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant, like, all the things around the house. So you don't have the yard to water, but you've got plants to water. You've got kittens to care for. You've got all kinds Those of things are... that you can do, little projects I mean, that you could make up. fair and fine. Those are on a regimen i'm not trying to naysay you for you those are on a regimen for other people they may not be oh that is fair and fine that's where i was trying to go with that is that yes thank you for like thank you for helping to remind me to not take this not take this conversation personally because yeah because this one is for the listeners yes and i'm forgetting that it's okay we all love you anyway i really appreciate that patience no because i know you have a really solid regimen of like 
you get things Fish done. tank Tuesdays, mm-hmm. water your plants Wednesdays. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But for people who don't have a schedule like that, having that decreased sunlight can absolutely trigger like a complete lack of vacuuming and dusting and watering plants. All of those things that you kind of base during the spring and summer on how many hours of daylight you have left. Like, oh, I'm going to water the plants now because it's still sunshine. I want them to get some water, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then it gets a little darker and okay now i'm gonna vacuum or clean the cat box or you know those kinds of things that you just unconsciously associate with different times of evening when evening is just forever dark (laughs) forever you may lose that sense of a schedule Mm -hmm. so create a schedule create literally a 15 to 30 minute schedule for your evenings of this is what i'm going to do and then maintain that and then once and and base it off of what brings you joy in the summer. You can't go outside and sit for an hour. Okay, what can you do instead, instead inside? Can you boil yourself like a lobster in the bath for an hour yes. and then go do some chores? No. After I boil, I'm done. Oh yeah, me too. It is bedtime. I step, I literally, oh, neighbors, I hope you're not listening. I will step outside in just a towel. And I love that because my body is so on fire. In the middle of winter, I will step outside just in a towel and be like, I am a human. This is a great feeling. (laughs) Obviously, no lights are on inside or outside, but. And you've got the privacy of your yard. Heck yeah. Oh, a beautiful yard. Also, I will say, um, my home does become more clean during the winter months because I am just sitting inside and looking at all of the things and stuff. And I go, oh, yeah, I bought that as seen on TV gadget to clean my blinds eight years ago. Now I know why I bought it. There's a TikTok on how to clean your grout in a better, faster fashion. I better try that out. (laughs) Wow. Did you know that your garbage disposal is a living place for a brand new breed of alien? You better clean it. You bet your bippy I'm gonna. (laughs) That's me during winter time. That is so not me. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to those in the spring. I'll I'll save all of that for spring cleaning. I am I'll do the bare minimum now and then sit on the couch. And I lose all sense of self-care. Like I will boil myself like a lobster, but I stop putting on like my facial moisturizer in the morning. I stop doing my masks that I like to do that I just do for the sake of enjoyment. I don't believe that they do too terribly much for my skin, but they do. I really enjoy them. That regimen does that. Sorry, this is me <laughs> wagging my finger, finger at, at you me. because my very good friend Crystal is an esthetician. She oh, has always told yes. me, take care of your skin because P.S. By the way. Any skin damage, like sun damage or Mm -hmm. uncare of your skin, it takes about a decade for it to register on your face. Uh So take care of it now, because when we are a decade older, you're going to very much not be happy with yourself. I'm going to look 84 years old. Yeah, we already do enough damage to our internal organs. Like, let's take care of the external. I mean, that's what really counts. The outside, right? That's obviously where we started and have continued on this podcast just because the outside matters so much. (laughs) Oh, man. I had no idea. Yeah. I really appreciate you sharing that because now I'm going to be gently more motivated. Like, I've noticed some new creases that I'm like, where did that come from? Are starting to look old. Oh. My hands, I've always had really distinct um, 
veins. Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. And so I feel like I've had like 80-year-old hands for a long time. No, your veins are a color and they go in the opposite direction of wrinkles. What? Also, here's the thing. Men tend to have hair on top of their hands. True. Which help hide disguise Mm -hmm. any wrinkles. Mine, look at it. I'm just flexing like I would be. Look at it. Look at all those wrinkles. Um, it's just because I need to moisturize more. But I see it, like, and I recognize it. This is the beginning of me having my grandmother's hands. But I don't want them yet, so I need to moisturize. Moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. The way you did that and said that, I was about to do the same exact thing. Yeah. And then I saw you do this and went, oh, she's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? I don't I'm, have to. She's I'm got I'm doing this. my hair flip even though my hair's in a bun. <laughs> this is called best friendhood. We really got off topic. Jacob? Nah. Also another thing. What? We're in hour 10 right now. I've got one more thing I would like to share. I would love for you to share this. I want to bring it back to connection. And it's something that you and I have talked about a lot personally, but I don't believe we've talked about it on the podcast before. I can't remember. It's something so minute, but something that I have found in past winters, especially prior to the pandemic, the joy of running errands with a friend. Hell yes. Getting that text at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning that says, hey, I gotta go to Target and get some shit. Do you want to go with me? Uh, yeah, I'm just sitting here with the cat. I need to go to Target. Let's do that together. Especially when the roads are crappy. Or the weather is crappy. It just brings some solace and like... A little bit of joy in a mundane activity that you have to do anyway. If you have to do it anyway, you might as well listen to some good music in the car ride together. Giggle at the silly things Mm -hmm. in the dollar bin at Target. Or buy all of them. Or buy all of them if you're us. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. We're actually, we're pretty good with restraint there. True. No, that's true. When I'm with you, when we are together, we're good at it. I don't know how you act when you're alone in Target. (laughs) When I'm alone in Target, I don't even look at those things because I'm like, nope, I don't trust myself. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I always look at them like, this is neat. What was it that you wanted to buy at Target that one time that you were like, should I get this? And I said, I am the wrong friend to ask because I'm going to tell you yes. Okay. Also, though, to be fair, (laughs) I did ask you that when the lingerie store across the street was selling their mannequin and I went, <laughs> I'm, do I, I mean, was. I'm gonna, and you went, I am the wrong person to ask. So I asked no one else and I wholeheartedly purchased that lingerie store you mannequin. Sure Her did. name is Patricia and she stands in my window and she gets multiple costume changes throughout the year. She is glorious. <laughs> <laughs> One boob is bigger than her actual head. It's true. And her eyes are askew. It looks like I, I don't know what if happened somebody to her. bonked her in the head and she just went, ha <laughs> That's Patricia's face. <laughs> Correct. My beautiful, beautiful girl. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. Uh that's how we passed a lot of time last winter. We was oh my hand gosh. crafting ridiculous garments for her we with thrift hand, store goods or things that you had around the house hand crafted a winter ball gown out of a king size bed sheet placemats from no this placemats were for thanksgiving outfit this was from a table runner oh, that we cut apart table runner and yeah. then some holographic gossamer 
That's and what some we feathers. created. Didn't you? Didn't you create like a feathered like <sighs> headband for her? I think that was an option. And then I think I also bought like the glitter covered weird uh, dangleys. They look like anal beads, but they were supposed to be like dead flowers. That's right. Yes. Yes. And they just ugh, glitter everywhere. It was like your 30th all over again. I keep finding it places. The glitter is no longer from my 30th. Well, that we know of. I'm blaming Patricia for it from uh, now so on. So am I. Well, no, because we didn't put them on Patricia because then the cats would have gotten into oh, it. But it then... was still brought in the house. Therefore, yes. not my fault this it, time. No, it's wholeheartedly my fault. Let's move some furniture and see how much more glitter we can find. Hey, rearranging <laughs> is something that you can do in the wintertime to help freshen up your space and bring you a little bit more mental stability. Absolutely. It gets yep. some endorphins going from Rearrange the Rearrange your furniture. Or have someone do it for you if you are unable with you yeah you can still guide you can still be the manager yeah be the supervisor tell those college boys that you paid ten dollars to come move your furniture exactly where you want it to go great idea jacob run errands together spend an afternoon cooking a meal like a three course meal like that was something i really enjoyed last year that we did several times we went shopping in the morning and Mm -hmm. then we would make an appetizer or a few appetizers yes entrees and like to eat salad dessert it was so much and like or even you, treats to take to work yeah oh my gosh that's right other, yes yeah. so like just those little things that you would do by yourself even you're if like, you're not Meh. good at them you don't have to be good at it no heck no as long as you follow the recipe and make sure everything is cooked appropriately you're fine and it's satisfying it's fulfilling you've accomplished something mm-hmm. and at the end of the day if none of these tips work Find something that brings you joy. And shoot us an email about a question that you have or a clarification you would like or a topic you would like covered. What is our email again? Our email is bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. Thank you for answering your own question because I did not I have saw my the sticky look note. Of terror on your face went, oh shoot. <laughs> I, did. I shouldn't have kicked that over to you. Does not compute. <laughs> Where else can people find us to ask questions? Well, I tell you, by golly, G Willikers, we are on the Instagram. You can also find us on the Twitter. And if you are so inclined, you can also find us on Patreon. And we, <laughs> we've we actually gotten pretty good at sharing some fun pictures and videos and whatnot over there. Um, elsewise, if you are finding that this certain listening platform just isn't doing it for you, there are others out there, honey. So on Insta, Twitter, and Patreon, we Liz- are BFHpod. Oh, well done. If you would like to check us out in a different listening platform, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We're working on Spotify and a few others, but it's kind of a process. More than we bargained for when we signed up mm-hmm. for this. They, there are fees associated with trying to use some other distribution platforms. Fees and labor. So we're working on it. We want to make sure that you guys can listen to us in the most accessible way possible. Correct. For now, this is what we've got. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And we thank you for listening to us wherever you are listening wholeheartedly it's always outstanding this has been such a joy and fun adventure our beautiful creative outstanding artwork and logo is made by jennifer bait melissa created our theme song and one of the two of us will be editing this episode correct hey jake hey melissa i love you i love you a lot dear listener Know that you are loved. And can give love. And are worth love. Thanks for being with us. We'll catch you next week. 
Okay, bye. Love you, bye.